I've got about ten seconds to tell you how to get two-for-one tickets for top draw comedy nights near you thanks to our friends at the TV channel Dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. Also, I've got to tell you about how you can win prizes while you're there too. I've run out of time, though. Frank Skinner. Saturday morning. I'll tell you why I'm starting like that because that is uh, Gareth, of course, yeah. my, my trusty aide. But, yeah. Um, he's not here this morning. Oh, he's, uh, he's in Edinburgh. Yeah, but Emily, as you will have guessed, is here. Oh, I'm very much here in abundance. And we have um, we've brought someone off the subs bench. You know, it's, I'm taking the Fabio Capello thing of bringing youth. In, yeah. And getting rid of the golden generation. I met a man on the tube this morning and he agreed to come in with us. Yeah. <laughs> well, you say you met him. Do, do you mean you brought him in with you? Yeah. From home? Yeah. So Steve Williams is with us. Good morning, Frank. Good Sunday morning. Hi, morning. And, oh, uh, he's got a bit bluesy. I like that. I like that. Yeah, let's yeah. have a yeah. stake my claim. Saturday morning. Yeah, that's, it is. It's, it's a, a bit... Um, I thought it was a bit hillbilly. Yeah. <laughs> it's Saturday a bit... morning, old jammer. I just want people to know I've got my own style, so I'm, no, I'm not Gareth. So I like that, morning. Frank. Pick up Truck and Bloodhound. Love it. <laughs> right, exactly, yeah. And when it jumps in the back, with the, so the dog never actually... You just get in the car yeah. and the dog jumps in the back every time. I'm imagining a sort of one of them bloodhounds. Yeah, oh, I love a, a bloodhound. A bird dog, I think yeah. they call them. Because yeah. they are dog. capable of flight. <laughs> I don't know if you knew that. So Steve um, is a comedian who I've worked with in the past, and he's a very funny man. And, and you're from Wales, Steve, am I right? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I'm from Wales. So, you know, for me, this is like it's like a holiday coming to London. Well, I just think it's very special. Oh, altogether. absolutely. To be you may be wondering what the source of illumination is on the ceilings. <laughs> it's called electricity. <laughs> That's very unkind, isn't it? See, anyway. I can't make that joke. I get called a snob. Yeah, exactly. But um, so it's Frank's great. Frank's right, to... from Birmingham. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's all right. <laughs> I've said exactly twice. Lost breaking. The no repeat guarantee already. I've only, only been back five minutes. So, Frank, time. we've really missed you because yes. you've been away for ages. Yeah, well, I was, I was at the World Cup. I don't know if you remember the World Cup. I've more or less had it removed now. But I... Um, I've been in Norway for two weeks. Oh, nice. I, to- I thought I'd been at the World Cup, but I should take my girlfriend away on a bit of a romantic holiday. Makes sense. So we headed for Scandinavia. Yeah. Scandinavia. Yeah. And, Apparently uh, Mauritius was full. Never mind. Yeah. And I, don't, I can't swim, so those, those holidays are oh, okay. good to me. I, I don't want to just sit on the beach watching people edgily coming up the pebbles, you know, their feet <laughs> softened by swimming in the sea, and I'm too frightened to go out there like a big fool. And I end up minding people's clothes. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I, I don't want that in my life. So, um, yeah, so we went to Norway, where everything is frozen. How was it? Well, I'll tell you what we did. We, um, we, we stayed at this hotel, and one of the rooms at the hotel, room 47, if you, oh. want, if you want to know for certain, um, was a lighthouse. A lighthouse? Yeah, a proper one one wor- room was a lighthouse? Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah. And the lighthouse, it was like a two-storey lighthouse. It wasn't a very tall one, but it was on the end of a very, very long, thin, sticky outy bit, which is probably a technical term for. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so the bottom of the, the, of the, the lighthouse is like bathroom, toilet, and then and then there's a small... Be- the whole thing is like your bed. Oh, so like the end of a pier, that sort of thing. Yeah, like the yeah. end of the pier. I always yeah. instinctively <laughs> head for the end of the pier. <laughs> I knew you'd end up there, even on holiday. So, yeah, so I, I it, it cost... Well, I don't think it's right to say what it cost. No, no. more than a travel lodge. About 800 quid for a night. You are In joking. Well, I think it's, it's you know, it's love. I'm, I'm, I'm expressing my love with this one, one special romantic well, totally. night. Yes. And it's got something for both of you. For her, it's romantic. And for you, there's a chance of Scooby-Doo villain in a lighthouse. Isn't it? <laughs> it's, it's got something I hadn't thought of that. Is, is, is there a Scooby-Doo villain in a lighthouse? They always live in lighthouses. Do they? Yeah, always. Do they? You, you've been watching the nautical version. <laughs> <laughs> nautical Scooby-Doo. Yeah, I, don't, I, I don't remember that one at all. Anyway, so um, we, I got in there. I, I, I sort of secretly... Um, Paid the money and that behind them because we, we're going to stay. In Why normal did you secretly room. pay the money? Because just I pay put a credit card over like normal people. No, but I did. I did a transfer. I didn't know about the lighthouse till I got there, and I, and I found it was empty that night. So I said, "Let's oh. do it. Let's you know. Let's let's be all right." When they gave me the keys, they'd got the key ring was two hearts. Oh, I mean genuine ox hearts. 
<laughs> still, still dripping, <laughs> which I hadn't expected. I, I could distinctly identify a left ventricle. <laughs> anyway, we got to the. Uh, I made that bit up. We got to the lighthouse, and I got in there, and it was lovely. And there's just a small, one small window, and you could look straight onto the sea. Obviously, oh. it's a lighthouse, and um, one window it sounds like a prison cell. It's a lighthouse. Well, I was going to say it's a bit Counter Monte Cristo. <laughs> Yeah. Well, it's funny you should say that because Kath, my girlfriend, um, I'd forgotten, suffers quite badly with claustrophobia. <laughs> oh, yeah, she does, doesn't she? So <laughs> she, we got in there and she basically went into a panic and <laughs> went into a fetal <laughs> position and sat with her knees up by her chin on the bed. And with me going, come on, be romantic. <laughs> and there was, there was a bottle of champagne that had been left for us with two glasses with hearts on. Well. and uh, I think these were pig hearts they were certainly smaller <laughs> but um, neither of us drink you don't so, drink so that was oh man it got worse and worse um, so we sat and we had a massive row um, about her terrible ungratitude and how I could have done a lot of things with that 800 quid yeah, um, like bought diamonds. Yeah, exactly. Well, you, apparently you get them free in some countries. <laughs> Dirty pebbles. Yeah. <laughs> Dirty pebbles. That one episode like of Flintstones, <laughs> that one. <laughs> Very good. So, um, you'd think someone in the court would have got that in, wouldn't you? Yeah. Um, so, anyway, so you, so you had the row. So, I found there's something about being in... I don't know if you've ever been in a lighthouse, but it seems to bring out honesty. You, it's like you can't lie in a lighthouse. Because <laughs> the sea knows the truth. Yeah, it just, it's something to do with it being a, a beacon of illumination and telling people that they're a rough rock. So, and basically, <laughs> I, I, at one point I went, love on the rocks! Because <laughs> it, it was an element of that. But it was a very cleansing, it was like it was an emotional sauna. We sat in there and we talked through all these grievances and... Oh, what a lovely romantic night it sounds like. Well, it's, most Absolutely. of my romantic nights have... Uh, I think have what everyone on. wants to know is, did you turn the light on? Well, I tell you what happened. It's, it's very odd because I'd absolutely assumed that it was a, no longer a working lighthouse. Oh. And then at ten o'clock, <laughs> because she'd said, I, "I'm feel, I feel I'm going to just suffocate in here. Can you open that trap door in the ceiling?" So we opened <laughs> this big door in the ceiling, let a bit of air in. But at ten o'clock, the light came on, and yes. then it went off. And then he came on again. <laughs> and then it, So we sat there having this very serious conversation about, you know, our relationship and blah, 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 in this, <laughs> what was like the slowest stroke <laughs> I've ever been in, in in my life. Absolute radio. I'm back in the saddle again. Oh, I certainly am. Out where a friend is a friend. Yes, I think so. Where the longhorn cattle feed on the lonely Jimson weed. Back in the saddle again. Oh, oh I love this. that, Frank. It reminds me of an old bar brawl I once had. Anyway, tell us about the lighthouse. <laughs> oh, the lighthouse, yeah. Well, the other thing was that after the light came on, no. I, I felt a certain responsibility. Because so, well, suddenly you're the tender of the light. Ah. Do you know what I mean? And mm. I thought, what if the light suddenly went out? Is it up to me to get, you know, to start looking for bulbs <laughs> or to try and phone someone? Because I don't, I don't want to think, oh, I can't be bothered. And, and then, you know, you're kept awake by ships hitting the rocks <laughs> oh, yeah. all night. So I honestly got quite anxious about the responsibility of being essentially the lighthouse keeper. <laughs> That's exciting, though, isn't it? You were the lighthouse family for that. Well, it wasn't that bad. <laughs> I did think about playing the Lighthouse family as a sort of an apposite track for this, but I hate them so much, I thought, no, I'd rather play something connected. Yeah. And also there was a book there which people had written messages in, and they'd written incredibly, you know, we had the most romantic night of our life. And I just wrote, you can't tell lies in a lighthouse. Did you say that? Really? Yeah. And then I wrote something about the black grey sea spitting and snarling. <laughs> oh, that's nice. At the dispirited night sky, if I remember, was the right thing. honeymoon couple going in after you. <laughs> well, my girlfriend said, don't write, don't write that. You'll spite all the rest is really lovely. It's got hearts and, like, teddy bears drawn on it. Yeah. I thought the sort of people that draw hearts and teddy bears on their remarks deserve to be on the mind. <laughs> anyway, that's enough about my life. Oh, we've so. had an email in, Frank. A text what? in, actually. On age twelve fifteen, age twelve yeah. fifteen, where you can text the show about anything you like. I this, say age twelve fifteen. This is from um, Oscar. Mm. 
He says, do you always wear the same suit? At least your hair has changed. Shouldn't you be in Scotland? Is Oscar in the studio? <laughs> <laughs> Oscar the Grouch, I'm calling him. Uh-huh. What's wrong with Oscar? Do, so, I always wear the same do you always wear the same suit, is the question. Um, no, but i tell you why I'm wearing this suit. Is I'm going to Edinburgh on Monday. Oh, yeah. And if I find if I'm going away, I don't like to wear any of my nice clothes in the week that lead up to it. Because I want to take oh, my nice Oh, yeah, clothes I know that. So I'm wearing, really, the pants, the elastic have completely <laughs> oh, gone in these God. pants. I tear up about the elastic in these pants. This morning, I just I just stretched them a bit with my thumbs, as you do before you put pants on. To Who make does sure that? Everyone does. And, and Abbott it, and Costello. <laughs> no one else does that. I did. I just stretched them, and the elastic went... <laughs> you know when the elastic's starting yeah, to go, yeah, it yeah. starts to the crack. Fatigue sound. <laughs> exactly. It's 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 petrifying. It's, That's yeah. what it is. The elastic. So so I put. I thought I'll wear this suit all week because it needs dry cleaning. Oh, I'm glad you warned me. Yeah. Okay. God. So you so, have worn that suit all week. Yeah. Oh wow! So Oscar was right. No, Oscar said I've only got <laughs> one suit. I have, I have a whole array of suits that you wear for a week at a time. Yeah, but exactly. <laughs> I think that's about right for a suit, isn't it? A week. I, I think know. you can get more than that out of a suit, basically. I tell what you do, doesn't well, it? Well, the thing about a suit, you see, is no part of it is really close to any dirty parts of your body. It's, That's it's a matter se- of opinion. Well, it's separated from your armpits by your shirt <laughs> and from your lower I don't want to know by. about all that. OK, well, anyway, I've got more than one suit, Oscar, but thanks for texting in, because no-one else has on 8 12, 15. I'll say 8 12, 15. <laughs> Let me hear you say 8 12, 15. <laughs> <laughs> mm. So, I, I tell you something else I saw in uh, Norway. I saw two girls arrive. I was looking out the window, not the lighthouse, I yeah. moved on. I looked at the window. Two girls arrived with a large rope, and I thought, "Oh dear, oh, I don't. Like, this is a lynching. I imagine there's a lot <laughs> of them." In, yeah, but <laughs> they don't see many lynchings these days. No, just a mob with a pitchfork. They're still quite common in <laughs> Scandinavia. <torches>. <laughs> Headed towards the lighthouse, burn him. <laughs> He's too sinister for our honeymoon suite. <laughs> exactly. He's ruining the visitors book. With his bleak comments. That's how they speak in Norway. I don't know if you knew that. <laughs> oh, I've got some Norwegian sweets. You haven't. Do you want a Norwegian sweet? Maybe I'll give you one off air. Give us right? one now. <laughs> oh, <right. laughs> oh, God. Oh, Chris Miles. It's <laughs> him. Yeah, so, um, so these girls, they stretch this rope between two trees and uh, about two foot off the ground. Yeah. They? And they tightrope walk. Oh. And I thought, well, they must be circus folk. They've got a spare minute. Let's, let's get a Two bit of practice. Off the on. ground. Yeah, well, you don't want to hurt yourself if you fall. It's it's pretty, I think that's quite walk. impressive, Steve. How's that impressive? Yeah, but the with, next... the, with the peril in that. <laughs> Two no, off the ground. That's no, a washing it's, line, it's isn't about, it? It's about... T- what your washing gra- line is two foot off the ground. Are you only- washing for Action Man? <laughs> <laughs> I've only got one Action Man suit, so I only do it every like. <laughs> oh, you're oh, he's got you there. Oh, president, man, I'm, president, I'm stitched up like a big. Can I just say, guys, Ian and Chelmsford, a bit busy. Text you later. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's, that's fair enough. I imagine. That's oh, sort of story of my life, Ian. You'll be a squaddy, will you, Chelmsford? Oh, maybe. I think they all, most people there. It's, it's Might be army. nice for me. I'm, beha- I'm familiar town. with his behavioural patterns anyway. Well, we don't know what he's busy with. He might be soaring up one of his victims. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not assume he's a nice person at this stage. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. So, um, yes, we were talking about these, these girls and the, the rope. Oh, and, yes. and apparently it's called slacklining and it's a new craze because the next day I saw two completely different girls doing the same thing. Really? So everyone's at it now. They're putting... Um, well, when you say everyone, two girls in Norway. Four, four girls, in, four four girls okay. in Norway. Yeah, I mean, let's be fair. Thanks, yeah. Steve, for backing me up on that. <laughs> Anytime. I'm warming to you. I, I'm re- I, I, need, <laughs> I need some sort of reinforcements. He here. needs you. Yeah, so I was thinking about um, crazies. Mm. I don't mean crazies as in, like, people who go around and shoot 12 people. I mean, crazy is ES, you know. And uh, do you remember um, clackers? That sounds horrible. That's on Birmingham Clackers, no, it used to be two orange plastic balls on string. And if you got them going, really, if you'd, get, you'd, you'd, you'd sort of get your hand... It's hard to do this on radio. Yeah. You'd go up and down with your hand really fast and they'd, they'd hit together at the top and the bottom and really make a fantastic... Like a sort of maraca thing. That's oh, me doing yeah. it for anyone who's listening at home. Oh. Is it really? Clackers. Yeah, do you not remember clackers? They were massive. But, but that, was that a craze? It was a what? craze. Perhaps it was before clackers you. How old are you, Steve? 
I'm 33. You're looking edgy. I can't remember. Have you, are you lying to the Inland Revenue about your age? <laughs> <laughs> How old are you? Don't, oh. oh, Frank! What? Don't worry, honey, we're all at it. <laughs> Oh, no, I've, I've, I've said the worst. Oh, my God. I should explain. Don't ever mention my age. I should explain, Steve, that this is the theme from Day of the Triffids, which is a 1960s TV it's show. It's not 60s, it's in the 80s. Oh, an 80s TV show that um, Emily was in as a child star. Oh, yeah. 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 You're a child actress? Yeah. Wow. Let's talk about me for a bit. I love it. Yeah. Um, what crazy, then? What crazy? Okay, so I had quite a few, actually. Um, elastics, which I loved. You, that's a bit love. like that slacklining thing. Elastic. You'd so. love Frank's pants, then. <laughs> yeah, you should get well. <laughs> an old bag of Frank's pants for you to play with. Yeah, just for the sound effect. <laughs> 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 I think that's the elastic, anyway. <laughs> the crackles. And um, we used to play shrunken crisp packets as well. What on earth is that? No, I'm not the only one that did this, because once I remember talking to Daisy on the show about this, and she did exactly the same thing when she was a kid. You'd get a crisp packet, and you'd put it in the oven... Um, at a, uh, yeah, you would. A full crisp packet? Yeah. With crisps inside? No! You'd eat well, them first. A full crisp packet, <laughs> yes. With crisps inside, no. <laughs> Village this, idiot. this has all got a bit Naomi Campbell, <laughs> hasn't it? Dirty pebbles, hear me out. <laughs> oh, you put breaks. it in the oven, okay, uh, low heat. Yeah. And then you took it out, didn't you, Days? Yeah. And then when you got it out, I like she's my assistant, yeah. And then you got it out, and it was so tiny, Frank. It was like a little borrower's size crisp packet. And then oh, you shrinks, yes, it in the really open. nicely and neatly. And then you put a safety pin on. Hey, Presto fashion badges. You got <laughs> loved a badge it. of a bag of crisps. Yes, we, I had hundreds. Hula hoops, Golden Wonder, <laughs> Skips. Love well, there's skips. no need to advertise. <laughs> Potato pops. <laughs> Space Invaders. Potato pops were absolutely the best. Well, do you remember those like small, very thin potato sacks? They look like sacks. Like I don't sacks. mean Andrew sacks. <laughs> I mean they look like they look like tiny sacks. And I thought that's great because potatoes obviously come in sacks, so they they've made, they'd put a thing. They were lovely. <laughs> they were absolutely lovely. That'd be great if you could get potato versions of Andrew sacks. Well, <laughs> talking about Andrew sacks on the radio has never got anybody in trouble. So no, that's probably... you're, you're okay. Absolutely. Radio. There you go. Besnard Lakes, like the ocean, like the innocent, part two. Mm. Yes. We've had loads of texts in Frank on 81215. Have you? Oh, they're loving this clackers. So they do exist. Oh, yeah, they do were looking at me There's like I was making a complete fool. There's a bit of dispute about the name. Go on. Because we've got emails that say, I remember clackers, Frank. Um, then we've got some people saying canockers. <laughs> canockers? Which I think is someone enunciating a silent letter, isn't it? No, but I think, they were, I think there might have been a, 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 a something in there. Because it was on a matter peak. Because they well, sort of went. That's what someone else has written. Kalakas. K A. It could be Kalakas. Which what? is one of Because I won't tell you what my first thought was that I thought they were called. Because it's, <laughs> I, it's a is word. It I, I, I don't. I'll have a look in the manual. <laughs> <laughs> Can cannot. No, you can't. Um, but well, yeah, maybe that's right. Maybe it wasn't just clackers. Maybe yeah. Tessa ca- says, "Hi Frank, my husband reckons they were called kalakas." That, that's possible because they were based loosely, I think, on nomchakas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that clears it all up. Absolutely. Well, you know, the Norris dancing equivalent of weaponry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, they were. <laughs> do you know what nomchakas are? Do you? No. They're those things that um, Bruce... I was born in London. Yeah, those things that Bruce Lee used to have on, on like, kind of on strings, and you, you swing them round really, really fast. Yet again, no. Oh, OK. Well, I had nomchakas through oh, most so of I my heard. teens. You had nomchakas? Yeah, well, it was, it, was, it was so cold in Birmingham. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, they would. They used to get you used to get them going, nomchakas, and then you couldn't really stop them. Because the only way to stop them was to let them eat you across the face. <laughs> well, Mandy in Broxbourne says clackers, also known as click clacks, and you'd have to wrap a tea towel around your arm as they came back and hit you, and you had bruises all up your arm. Is that true? That is true, actually. That I've I'd forgot about the tea towel around the wrist. Otherwise, across the wrist bone, you know that one like lumpy r- wrist bone that yeah, sticks out if it hits yeah. across that. It's a bit like, you know those blokes who, who burgle houses and get chased by police dogs? <laughs> <laughs> and they've always got heavily padded arms. arms one yeah. heavily padded arm. It was like that. 
I think that bloke had actually broken in and then was playing Kalakas. So, so the Kalaka used to hit back on your arm? No, no, it shouldn't do. Oh, shouldn't the technique it, it was right. right. It should then go down right. and constantly hit the other Kalaka. It was like the sort of working class version of the Newton's Cradle. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, if you can think of any other crazes, yeah. which uh, we, we'd love to hear from you. Oh, the crisp packets were called Shrinky Dinks. Thanks, everyone. Is that right? Yeah, I love it. What did they do in, in Wales as a, as a craze? Shrink heads. They shrunk heads there. Yeah, it's cultural thing. And then they then put them on a string Ancestors. and went up and down and they clapped together. In <laughs> <laughs> the old Welsh phrase, I'll come over there and knock your heads together. Is that? Absolutely. Oh, I'm glad we've got to the bottom of that. By the way, Mickey Flanagan is our guest today, who I must say is one of my very favourite comedians. I, I say, say one-off, like Steve. Him. Don't look at me sulky like that. <laughs> I can't say I like him because last time I said that, someone texted and went, I wish that posh one would stop saying, oh, I love him, I love him. Really? So now I'm going to be Cockney and just be misanthropic about everyone. Okay. I hate him. Well, I, I look forward to that. <laughs> we had a really nice email in during the week. I think we should listen to some adverts first. Oh. Well, I feel this could be not... Oh, don't okay. give me that. I can't, I can't break down the whole commercial radio structure <laughs> because you're a little bit upset about it, for goodness sake. Who do you think pays our wages? I say, who do you think pays our wages? Whoever the first company is on this block of adverts are the people who this week are paying our wages. So brace yourselves. This is Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. Chocolate, Snow Patrol. Oh, well, that sounds lovely, yeah, doesn't yes. it? Can I have a chocolate snow patrol, please? I'm sold out. I'm sorry. I've still Ooh. got this Norwegian sweet I haven't eaten yet. It's a little fish, listeners. It's a little black fish with some strange coating on it, and yeah. it looks like the sort of sweet that you'd give a cat. No, it's not. It's Honestly, it's a human being but sweet. It ironically tastes like the kind of sweet you give a dog. <laughs> Does it? Yeah, it's horrendous. <laughs> Put it in your mouth. It's horrible. Oh, very appropriate. <laughs> oh, you, you always use that. So, <laughs> so apparently we're sponsored by Cathedral City, the nation's favourite cheese. <laughs> you said the nation's favourite cheese or the Asian's favourite cheese? The nation's. They, they don't eat much cheese in Asia, do they? I don't know. I've never, I've never noticed it there much. Mm. Um, I like that. It is. It's slightly ironic because um, I got a lovely present from Absolute this week. What'd you get? A sort of a thank you for all my work in South Africa. When I say all my work in South Africa, I don't mean I've been helping people (laughs) on the townships. (laughs) I mean I've been doing stupid football jokes. That's in a shopping centre. Exactly. Um, And they sent me because it's difficult to buy for me. You see, because I'm um, I don't drink. Obviously, people normally send you know a bottle of champagne Mm. and all that. So uh, they sent me a hamper of uh, cheese. Oh. And oh. No, it was lovely. <laughs> it's about nine varieties of cheese. That's a lot of cheese. Well, the thing cheese. is, I'm going to Edinburgh on Monday, so I've set about how much this cheese I can get through before I go. <laughs> it doesn't smell like it's going to keep. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't smell like it's been kept. I mean, it smells. I don't know long, how much longer my girlfriend's going to cope with it in the fridge. <laughs> So I'm eating, like last night I got in and I thought, well, I won't have bread with it, otherwise I won't get to enough cheese, the bread <laughs> will fill me up, I'll use the biscuits. <laughs> and I was, re- I mean, I had so much cheese, that I, I, my sweat this morning, um, I smelt a bit like cheese when I woke up. Oh, I've eaten God. so much cheese to get through it, yeah. And I've also noticed some like large holes forming in my forearms, <laughs> I think from the gouda. <laughs> And a lot of, uh, a lot of blue, veins. Vein, blue veins in my legs. <laughs> and my skin on my shoulders has gone completely red and waxy. Oh, I'd like it if you became cheese man, like a superhero. I am, I'm cheesed off, is what's happened. So, so oh. it's, it's kind of ironic that, the, that when I said the next person will be paying our wages this week, it was Cathedral City, the mm. nation's favourite cheese. That's official, apparently. I presume there's been a survey. People just wouldn't make a claim like that off the, off the top of their heads. No, no, not Cathedral City. No, so so I might as well eat the cheese because everything else in the fridge tastes like the cheese <laughs> since the cheese has been in there. <laughs> so Contaminate them. Yeah. So I've got to eat it all by Monday, and I'd oh, it say, is overpowering. How much isn't cheese it? have you got left? I'd say I've got about eleven pounds of cheese. I mean, in weight. Ooh. I can't yeah. deal with that. Well, how does it work in packets? Four packets, ten packets? Well, they're in big wedges because Steve very kindly suggested that I could play cheese trivial pursuit over the weekend <laughs> to get it used up and use them as the pie sections, but. Um, I, it would smell too badly. I mean, it's really strong stuff. What about leaving it in the boot of someone else's car? Now you're talking. Yeah. Oh, set stitch someone up. Yeah. Yeah. If you've got a mate who, you know, can you drop me off here? Bang it in the boot of their car, and I could put my bag in the boot and Absolutely. say, "Oh, just get my bag out the back," and then put a load of 
I need someone who doesn't get in the go in the. Boot. No, but then they'll find it. Stitch it into the seats. That's much better. <laughs> well, the most elaborate it's become, oh, joke it's ever. become quite a big deal now. I'm quite thing. thorough you, with my revenge. What are you doing in the back there, Frank, with a singer sewing machine? <laughs> <laughs> and what's that terrible smell? <laughs> Give me a minute, will you? Absolute Radio. We've had some texts in, Frank. Yeah. Haven't we, Steve? Yeah, we've had one uh, one from Tim in Peterborough who says Cathedral City wasn't the first advert on in DAB in Cambridgeshire. Oh, they have different adverts. It was Go Ape Adventure Parks. Go Ape Adventure Parks. I don't know what they are. Go Ape Adventure Park. It's uh, like a uh, like is, is all the phrase ropes. Go Ape Adventure Parks, or is he oh. saying go to what are called Ape, ape Adventure okay. Parks, which are adventure no, parks where apes roam it means free? <laughs> there's a simian theme to the adventure park. Absolutely. So does, do apes roam free there? Oh, I don't know. I don't no, run don't. it. Is it like Planet of the Apes? <laughs> you go there, there's apes in... Pl- is it like a PG Tips advert? You go to the refreshments thing and it's run by chimpanzees. That's because if it is, I'm there this afternoon. <laughs> that would be the best thing oh, anywhere. I can I- say get your stinking paws off me. I love it. Yeah. That's what they say in the film. Is, is that right? Mm. And know. ties in with Frank's man of cheese. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Perfect. Perfect. I think stinking paws is a type of cheese. <laughs> <laughs> now you know a we... lot of it's named after uh, punctuation and grammatical techniques. <laughs> you know, we were talking about crazes before. Cornish apostrophe is very strong. <laughs> Sorry, crazes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we've had a bit of a strange craze from Angie, who says, "Do you remember the chicken foot craze?" When we were in junior school, we would go to the butchers and get a claw with the tendons on and oh. pull them to make it move. Lovely kids were. Really? Right. Was that a craze? Yeah, it's, or a was par- it it's an just... adventure park. Go, go poultry. <laughs> <laughs> Pull poultry. <laughs> oh, that's, was that a craze? Where was, where's he from, that person? Um, Angie, she, it's a mystery. That's... It's a toy of mystery, she hasn't said. That's oh. not a craze, that's a torture, isn't it? I want to know where <laughs> that was a craze. Yeah, where Angie, can you please text butchers, in and tell us where, where you reside? <laughs> I like it, though, because um, if you got really good with the tendons, you could sign for the deaf with chicken <laughs> legs. Chicken legs. <laughs> I mean, that would be fantastic. Low-fat signing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, why waste, you know? Because they'll only be thrown away. The, the chicken claws? Chicken claws generally are thrown away. No, they use them. We sat them using those machines at the fairground that they drop down. And is that they, a chicken claw? They pull the tendon yeah. and, and grab another, the teddy bear. Another claw is David Baddiel's claw, but that's another story. That, that's yeah. tr- but you could do that, Steve. You could have a chicken claw grab at the fairground. Totally. <laughs> you could just All you need is extensions on the tendons. You wouldn't be able to reach into the tendons, otherwise you'd be able to reach and get the teddy. Just... <laughs> Put on, get the tendons, and you could be much more delicate. You could just, you could maybe say that the toy dog, you could just get a little finger under the collar <laughs> and lift it up. I'm all for that. We had another strange one, didn't we? We had Chris? one that said um, uh, that Frank. Uh, this is from. Uh, let me have a look for it. Sorry. Oh, I got it here, John. Yeah, John. I used to collect the old ring pulls off cans of drink and fire them at each other. Oh, oh that's a nice game. I oh. used to do that. They're oh, brilliant. A special brew. Yeah, because the bendy, the, the bendy. Let's <laughs> talk oh, yeah. about those years. Yeah, but the bendy bit, like the the, the thinnest metally bit, that that helps as a spring to fire the circular. Oh, can't do it anymore though also, can you with but, the new ones lots of girls used to make um, belts and necklaces and stuff out of uh, those ring pulls in really Birmingham. I don't yeah. believe that are you sure it's not chain mail no I don't, I'm not that old <laughs> <laughs> I like the idea of it though oh Oh, um, I, I don't want to end on that I don't want to end on that sound I was going to do a ring pull joke and talk better of it <laughs> Frank on radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. Oh, we've got some great texts in Frank. Yeah. I should yeah. say, by the way, in case you're just tuning in, Mickey Flanagan is our guest today. Probably, I would say, in the top three comedians in this country. Oh, he's fantastic. He certainly is. Um, yes. Yeah, so when what, you say top three comedians, you, you mean not in captivity or no, top three? Did I say three? I thought you said free. Oh, the top free comedians. Is yeah. not in the wild. He's probably one of the most free range. <laughs> well, I think organic um, comedians. In the I country. think he's allowed to roam free at Go Ape. The <laughs> <laughs> Simeon themed adventure. Maybe park. Go Ape adventure. But you should dress as an ape if you have to go <laughs> ape. 
Uh, you see what I mean? <laughs> so you turn up as some kind of ape. <laughs> I oh. could see me. I mean, you know, I'd want to be. Everyone would be chimpanzees, and I'd be the marmoset. Yeah, you, you know, would. you've got you to, be to be a different. bit. Have to be a bit different. Makes me sick. Talking of different, very strange textile on eight twelve. Maybe 15. a mandrill. You know, yeah, Bruce Forsyth could go as a mandrill. Mandrill's the ones without, with vents on their nose. Yeah. Oh, Bruce Forsyth could go without any makeup as a mandrill. <laughs> the idea with a mandrill is that its face looks exactly the same as its genitals, so that you really? can use your face to attract females. Why is that the idea of something? I don't know, but Bruce Forsyth is trying the same theme. <laughs> and he's, you know, it's not impressing anyone. <laughs> so his chin's hanging about three foot from his nose. <laughs> enough. <laughs> Oh, but it is nice to see you. It great. is. Now, listen to this, folks. Phil from Maple Cross says, you know, we're talking about crazes, and someone raised the subject of chicken claws. Yes. Phil says, we used to get chicken claws and pull our arms inside our sleeves and walk around with chicken hands. <laughs> <laughs> it gets even better. Brilliant. And once... Did they scratch around in the soil? <laughs> and he says, and once my mate Pez and me... I like the sound of Pez... What a great nickname, Pez. Yeah. Pez. kind of guy you get into scrapes. He's one of those those ones that you wouldn't speak to after you left school. He'd be like a tricky a tricky friend that you wouldn't like. Was he like, like a rectangular tube with, like, Goofy on top? Oh, just Goofy's God. head on Massive top. Massive mouth. Do you remember yeah. Pez dispensers? But that, that was an American thing. Were they in Britain? No, yeah. Pez dispensers were? Yeah, Pez dispensers were. Sorry, to interrupt, sorry to interrupt I Heart the 70s. Can I just finish this email? <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> he said in the 50s to me. <laughs> How dare you? Um, and once my mate Pez and me had a pair of pig's eyes each, because we were dissecting them in biology. Pig's eyes. Oh, yeah. And we went up the escalator. <laughs> we don't want to waste them. No. <laughs> yeah. We don't want to waste them in dissection when there's, there's pranks to be had with pig's eyes. So Pez and Phil said, we went up the escalator in Ilford Woolworths with our eyes closed and the pig ones in our hands yelling, my eyes, my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> what Pez should have done, he should have built a really large Pez dispenser with a pig's head <laughs> <laughs> a cartoon head on top. <laughs> you could have put maybe sandwiches in it instead of those tiny lozenges. Or eyes. I say, oh well, yeah, we well, could have filled it with eyes. Eyes, yeah. I like an we eye had a, I had one as well. I had an email here from Rebecca in Chelmsford, and she's written down, uh, my dad owned a butcher's, and me and my brother would beg him to show us the chicken foot, and he would, <laughs> which, I know, it sounds terrible, he would only let us... <laughs> <laughs> totally. Perhaps he had a chicken foot, <laughs> yeah. which he didn't talk about much. Go on, Grandad, show us the chicken foot. <laughs> oh, and he pulled off his terrible... <laughs> Chicken foot shaped leather shoe, which is specially made, and had a horrible, full man sized chicken foot, which he was a bit, he was a bit sensitive about. Oh dear! And it's, uh, <laughs> he used to beg him to show us the chicken foot, and he would only let us see it once a week as a treat. <laughs> he was right. If you've got a chicken foot. You don't, don't, over, don't overdo it, I say. I, I think less is more with a chicken, <laughs> chicken foot. foot. Definitely. Once a week is a treat. Uh, Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I'm with Emily. I'm with Steve Williams sitting mm. in for Gareth today, doing a fabulous job. Mm. And we are joined by Mickey Flanagan. Good morning, Yay. everybody. And, Mickey, I'm very glad to know that you also owned Nomchakas as a oh, young man. Of course I, I did. to feel like some sort of violent <laughs> freak. I, I, yeah, no, every, every, everybody went and got them, but some people took it even further and learned how to use them. I didn't have any lessons. <laughs> you could get books. Tutored. You could, you, and, and there was always someone around the flats who'd sort of mastered it to a point, and they would make, they'd go, look. Everybody watch. They've got to take their shirt off. Can I, can I just identify that was a classic Mickey Flanagan moment when he said there was always somebody around the flats. <laughs> and you'd all have to watch them and they would do this bizarre little uh, sort of routine which normally ended them with them smacking themselves in the face. Always, so, always, always got hit. I like that they took their shirt justice. off. Oh, they would, yeah, you had to take your shirt Fabulous. off. And, um... And it, you would go, oh, man, that's, you know, and you'd all be showing each other moves. And, but it was basically sort of violence. Yes. Uh, you know, and it was men going, you never know when it might happen, so I've got to have me nunchuckers. <laughs> now, can you imagine using a nunchuckers in a sort of dispute situation? You, you, as if you're going to go, like someone's going to go, give me all your money, you're going to go, hang on, I've got two bits of wood in the chain here somewhere. <laughs> the just... trouble is, if, if it's a craze, it's the, they're liable to get theirs out as well, and you just yeah. go and up and tangle. <laughs> tangle. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> like, like a necklace that's knotted, just yeah. 
Tight in the middle. <laughs> there battles that would end up in him just going, oh, you take a moment and get him apart. <laughs> I'll see you around the flats. I think we'll, get we'll get him apart, we'll go again. I think we'll screw the chain off the handle. Yeah. My dad's got a posse drive. Well, people used to, I, I got mine, a bloke um, at, uh, at my works used to make them. He used to make them in his lunchtime. And he used he to make lunch, in his lunchtime? Yeah. Was he Mr. Miyagi at your place? <laughs> there was always blokes <laughs> making stuff in because they had lathes yeah. and yeah, stuff. Yeah, you'd the make potential stuff for the kids uh, and darts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What kind of place did you come <laughs> yeah. from? Everyone Just on the flats, Birmingham and East London. <laughs> you from Enter the Dragon Body people, Shop? Pedro. People used to make their own dart, and there was a guy actually on the Kung Fu theme. He used to make Kung Fu stars. Mm. Kung Fu stars. They're, they're oh, very what, like, like the shurikens. Yeah. Is it yeah, pun. They're called shurikens, aren't Are they? they? I, I yeah, my, they were my godson. Cartoon characters. No, my godson bought one. They're like they're weapons, aren't they? Martial yeah, you, weapons, you, you, yeah. F- you flick them a bit like the yeah. old yeah. about the coke can ring pulls of old. Yeah, <laughs> you spin them and they're sharp and they stick in people. Yeah, if you, hit them. you could get a pair of tin snips and sort of get <laughs> a bean What's can. What's tin snips? Are they sweet? <laughs> <laughs> I don't. What is tin, tin snips? snips like? <laughs> um, I snips from a tin. Yeah, it's, it's uh, sort of self-explanatory. They uh, just—you know—if you need to snip tin, they're like pliers. Oh, okay. And, pliers uh, and cut tin, so you right. get the top of a bean can, yeah. and you would just make a star out of it. Oh, that, that, <laughs> wouldn't have, that wouldn't have the weight. Though, You'd be surprised, be... and people would stick them together, make a star, make a heavy one. And so it was terrifying. You'd be walking through yeah. a street and suddenly you'd go, and someone would just be <laughs> you had to, yeah. people's, uh, people's garage doors ended up <laughs> obliterated <laughs> by kids just practising <laughs> against the... Uh, yeah, they would. They imagine your mate looking and you go, Dad, have you got an Aldi star in your back, mate? <laughs> <laughs> it does make you wonder how we survived, doesn't it, really? You know, with the attack of the stars and the nutcrackers. It was like a, it was like the night sky. <laughs> Someone's, if they had a black garage door just covered in stars, it's like yeah. a Milky Way. It was beautiful. Night of a thousand stars, we used to call it in Birmingham. Anyway, can I say that Absolute Radio does not in any way condone no. violence in any of its many manifestations? Or chicken claws. Chicken claws. That's not violence, though, is it? I like the idea that chicken claws was a craze. (laughs) It was, because I think your mum would go and get a chicken and the feet would come off. And she would call you in and say, "Go on, have a play with that for a little while." <laughs> Is that right? Yeah, <laughs> on a chicken claw. <laughs> and you would be given a chicken claw, and she'd go, "Look, look what it can do!" Really? Yeah. And you would go, "Oh, your first time, obviously, was the best time." Oh, it's all it was. <laughs> you know, you know, your first chicken claw. And um, but after that, she'd call you in and go, "Want a chicken claw?" And you go, "No, oh, I think I'll leave it this time." <laughs> right, right what would you do with do a chicken claw? Though? Numerous things. Obviously, chase Numerous people. Numerous things. Chase people with a chicken claw. Just going, yeah. Or put a golf ball in and it and pull the tendons where it looks like a small World it's Cup. The hand was the yeah. big one. The hand and putting your parker over oh, your so head. Oh, so you did the hand thing as well. doing the Grim Reaper. <laughs> now, yeah. definitely. De- this happened because when I was decorating the other day, I had a s- tiny roller and I put my, my sleeve over my roller and pretended I was like a pirate. Oh, Frank does right. that all yeah, the time. Yeah. You'd be, what, a pilot with a roller? <laughs> <laughs> I was a painter. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Capt- oh, it'd be Captain Roller. <laughs> it's coming. <laughs> Can't be right. You'd be handy, though, wouldn't you, for tar in the decks and, yeah. and all that, because a hook can be a positive disadvantage when you're doing ship maintenance. Yeah. <laughs> we only have this excellent. This is Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. Lily Allen, 22. Sounds like someone from a tabloid newspaper. <laughs> Lily Allen, 22, <laughs> said today. <laughs> so, um, we are with Mickey Flanagan. Uh, Mickey, you were on, you were on television. You're fresh from mm. Yeah, I'm still TV. buzzing from being on Big Brother's Big Mouth last night. What was that like? It was... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, the call came uh, last week sometime. Would you like to come on the show? So I was in that set position where I go, yeah, I would quite like mm. to see this before it ends. Mm. You know, it's been a big phenomenon. and uh, But I'd not watched it. Oh. At so, all? The ideal guest. I'd sort of seen it in the background. You know, sometimes you come in, you give it five, ten yeah. minutes or whatever. But, um, so I have, I've spent a week watching... You know, watching it religiously and getting to know these guys. Big Brother cramming. (laughs) Yeah. Watching some of them twice. Actually, Big Brother cramming sounds like a bloke you would have known in your teenage years. And it's it's been driving my wife up the wall, you know, because it's like, it's in me, but she's ignoring it. And she's like, you know, well, we've run out of um, biscuits. And I'm like, who goes, you decide. (laughs) (laughs) I've just been crowbarring it in every situation. And she's like... When are you going to stop? Watching? It could be an interesting social experiment to see if I now can just. Yeah. 
and stop I'm, watching if it. If I have genuinely started to care. So you, you're basically, you've used Big Brother for your own Yeah, I have, yeah, because mm. I've often thought a lot of these things, if they get you early, they get you in, you know, or are these people who watch it just a bit unwell? <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know the people who just religiously watch it. You know, well, I look, used to be that person. Yeah. I used to yeah. never miss one. I used to no. tape it if I was out. You used to watch Big Brother. Yeah, but once then, oh, yeah, loved it. Was cool. No, loved up until it. up until two series ago, Who's I used to watch it. The last person you remember from Big Brother. The last person I remember. Yeah. Um, who was in that series? That's oh. it. I can't. I can't That's remember it. anyone after Bubble. <laughs> no, the uh, the chap who had Tourette's was probably the last one. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. The one who, you know, that was that was the last one I really watched. But then mm. they started to make it so bizarre and what. Uh, I didn't like they just put loads of new people in all the time it's like yeah. this lot of no fun get them all yeah. out you put another lot the in the whole idea was watching people crumble yeah. from being in there so <laughs> long exactly. that no fresh faces break. or stimulation that was the yeah, idea it was, was it it was that the origins were let's see how these people cope now it's like people in a lift. The doors open. <laughs> <laughs> some people go out, some people come in. I mean, that, that's rubbish. Could all the uninteresting people get out of this floor, please? So, I have to own up. I didn't see it last night, because I didn't no, know no, you were on. How did it go? It was good. It was good fun. It was... Who else, it, who else you, was on? Mickey was great, and I watched it last night. Naomi Campbell was on, I think. Yeah. Pebbles. Yeah, Dirty Pebbles. Dirty Pebbles. And lots of diamonds around her neck. <laughs> yeah. And, um... So, no, it, it was... Because you've seen how Big Brother works now. It goes, like, the big studio, the big eviction. Mm. And then they go... Then they interview the, um, sort of... And it goes to another level. And yeah. then right at the end, there's Big Brother's Big Mouth, which is basically all these maniacs that in a big room Brother. who are absolute... They can't get on the show unless they are absolute fans. Yeah. So the opinions run high and the passions are, are heavy. You know, yeah. the people are like, listen, you know, there's no way Sam should be out of this house. He's, the, he's changed everything. He's turned the program around. You're telling me? You think he should go? So it's you it's what the election it. debate should have been, yeah. isn't it? There's more passion yeah. in There is more world. passion. People care more. Yeah, and it's so you just sit there and witness it. You go, you either buy into this or you get up and go, yeah, I think I'll go. And so it was interesting to watch that. You know, Do you know my favourite bit of last night's show? It was the bit when he came back from an ad break and George Lamb and whoever was sat next to him <laughs> <laughs> were chatting and you were looking up top right away. Just, <laughs> just Your face said, oh, my God. <laughs> no, well, I, I didn't want that to come across because I was quite enjoying the, to come across. the spectacle of it. Yeah, you yeah. Know, and as you say, you're part of what is, after all, a TV phenomenon. Well, when I went out into the car park and over to that big area where they all cheer and boo and... It was like, I've been watching this for ten years, on, mm. you know, and just to stand there and see it and, and see the back of that house and think, you know, all that's gone on in there that's made sort of history... Yeah, not not changed anything, but well, I think it did change things. It changed TV. How yeah. has Big Brother changed. Things? You know, but well, this is a this is this week's phoning. Yeah, <laughs> absolute radio. Mickey, you're you're in Edinburgh. I am. Yep, yeah. I'm going up on the final week of the Edinburgh Festival for um for seven seven nights. Yeah, I bet that's completely sold out already. Is it? Yeah, you know, um, it's the chicken claw. <laughs> is that what it's called? That's yeah, the, it's the opening bit is the chicken club. I've heard about the people of Scotland and they've said, that is the show for us. Well, they're thinking, what, people don't eat them in England? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the whole they thing. They deep fry them, what's going on? <laughs> yeah. They're actually deep fried clutching a marble. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, clutching their hearts. So, the, But the big event of the year, I think you'll agree, is the Mickey Flanagan tour. Yes, yeah, that's massive. How many yeah. dates is it? It started off at about 30, and I think we're going to go up to about 50, something cool. like that. Wow. Because we're going to take it into the new year. Okay. So I said, well, why not, you know, have Christmas off and let's go again, really. People are buying tickets, so why would you not? Exactly. You just keep going until... Well, fatigue. Boredom. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. But I, that, that I can get round. <laughs> yeah, okay. I can get over those things. Yeah, I've you, heard, you, there, I've heard It's empty theatres I can't get over. <laughs> but, are you looking forward uh, to touring? Me being tired. Yeah, I think you look forward to it, but you, you got to yeah, you end up you in some get right weirdo places, don't you? Yeah, but I think you've got to get your head around that and just you know stop thinking about home and any uh, other aspects of your life and just get on with it. You yeah, because it's a bit yeah. like when they, I think they say in prison, you know, they're doing hard time. 
and there's doing easy time, you know, and it's like the prisoners. Is that are what all, they say? Yeah, there's, the uh, prisoners so, who sat, sit around all day thinking, oh, I could be down the pub now, or I could be doing doing that. They is that, that hard, hard time? time. Yeah, I see. And then there's easy time. Which is like uh, making no chops. Basically, down this is where I am. This is where I'm going to be following. I was like time. helping in the kitchen. Not that's that what I'm, I'm, I'm saying they're going on tour. It's like being in jail. <laughs> but there are ways of approaching things. If you're on tour, thinking, oh, I could, I could yeah, I'm going to be at home now. Then why torture yourself? Enjoy the tour. Go for a walk and look forward to doing the show. But you know when you end up in like one of those sort of like midway. Like I did a tour, and my mate did a tour, and he went to the same venue as me in Mid Wales, and he he had to stay overnight because he he was he wasn't from there. I could drive home and he stayed in a and b in Mid Wales and at four o'clock in the morning because there's no hotels the remote place mm. four o'clock in the morning oh, the did, landlord did two men knock on his door with a small <laughs> pen <laughs> and, say, and say a gift for you and he said oh don't worry I won't look at it yet I'll, I'll leave it till the morning <laughs> no go on um, sorry uh, yeah so he, he's in bed four o'clock in the morning tiny B&B um, the door opens and he heard this guy in a deep Welsh accent say to his mate See, I told you he was staying here. And the door closed again. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, that is no. spooky, isn't it? No, I don't. I don't I'm hoping that. to get, go to slightly better hotels than that, really. <laughs> I've, I've got a baseline travel lodge. They tend not to do that. <laughs> no, no, that's one of their rules. Well, how do you know? You might be asleep. <laughs> you, yeah, you don't, you don't it know. It might happen to us I, on a regular I'll be basis. laying there clutching me nunchuckers. <laughs> yeah, and be star ready to attack it sleep at the star just under the pillar Bean or it may be maybe a ring pull yeah it, it all blind those one things of them. just laid around the bed should any to the door open I'll get them so um, when does it begin the tour oh, when no. and where it, it ends it starts in Loughborough uh, in September on the 9th you can do lots of sports Lugaburra yeah yeah, They're apparently it's a big university yeah, where they don't stop running. Yeah, it's a big, big sport centre <laughs> mm, thing. So yeah. they'll, they'll, they'll all be they'll all be after jokes about embrication. I shall go. I'm going to do it. In a, I shall do it in a jockstrap for them. That's a good idea. That would be. They'll, they'll they'll relate to that with the claw I'll, I'll mounted on the front. <laughs> Two chickens' feet just star jumping all the way through the Well, yeah, but follow that. I would call, I'd use that for the encore. Oh, yeah, you start I know. with that. Because you're down here after that. You've got to leave yourself somewhere yeah, to what go. What thinking about? What doing? <laughs> See, this is it. No, I'll put that for the encore. So, Loughborough, and what, what date is that again? 10th so, of September. On the 9th. Oh, I think you know more than me, do you, Mickey? <laughs> about your tour. Well, it, it's September the 11th. That's what it is. It's nine eleven, which is oh. not a good day no. to start the tour, really, is no. it? Well, oh. that could be. Mm. That was the day I joined my management company. <laughs> was it? It was. That was strangely apt. <laughs> okay, so um, <laughs> I mean that in a good way. Well, look, M- Mickey, I, I, I absolutely. Um, massively encourage anyone listening to this or anyone not listening to this to go and see Mickey Flanagan in Edinburgh or on tour because he is really properly funny and uh, it'll be I'm sure it'll be an absolute stormer yeah it's going to be you know the show's tight and it's good it's all the best it's it's all greatest it show with anything that comes up on the tour and you know I'm looking forward to it I'm still waiting for you to go absolutely mega I keep saying to people, because then I'll be able to say, I told you, told you Mickey Flanagan was going to go and make it. You can have your own TV show. Your own brand be, of nunchuckers. You know, a, a <laughs> 10 million selling DVD. I'm waiting for it to happen. Don't let me down. Well, Frank, you, you, I'm waiting. <laughs> I'm, really, I'm dying for it to happen. Well, I'm so confident. Between me and you, I think we could get this off the ground. I think you're right. OK, yeah. well, um, have, have fun. And I'm in Edinburgh, so I'll see you up there, yes. I hope. See you there, Frank. And thank you very, very much, Mickey Flanagan. Thank you. Absolute Radio. We have had a fantastic anonymous email uh, that yeah. says, uh, you got nunchucks into nightclubs by hanging them down your trouser legs, <laughs> hyphen, one stick each side. Ah, yes, because it's oh. a bit like, you remember when you were a kid and so you didn't lose your gloves? They were on like a string. <laughs> yes, like an elastic string, thing. And yeah. you had one down each yeah. sleeve. It was a similar thing there. So you, you balanced it on your gossip. But less touching. In a way. Well, it was less touching. Well, I don't know. It depends how you fix it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's quite a lot touching on a. Yeah, but yes. Why would take them into a nightclub? Why would, uh, is he totally. looking for trouble? Why would anyone take nunchucks into a nightclub? That guy's not looking to chat up women, is he? I no, I tell might... you what, he's looking for a regional fight. Is what uh, I think he's regional fight. A regional fight. So, uh, so Excuse me, are you from local? <laughs> yeah, I, one could imagine that he might be concerned whether things were fully vertical and he was using them as a plumb bob. <laughs> Can you imagine some woman who just grabbed a cop of him and just 
two sticks down his grabs a grabbed cop of it. <laughs> Well, I was trying to use radio-friendly Oh, I'm, language. I'm so sorry to everyone who's listening. <laughs> Gareth would never have said no. <laughs> Ever. So, um... Oh, Frank, we, we yes. had an email in during the week, which I'd quite like to read out, oh, if you'll well, allow me, gentlemen. Absolutely. Do you remember we had a girl called Sarah, Frank? You won't remember this, Steve, because you weren't here then, yeah. before your time. But Sarah... Um, emailed in to us to say that she uh, was really upset because she had a school prom coming up and a guy had oh, asked her, yeah. do you remember? Yeah, I remember that. And then at the last minute... He, he, he dropped her. He'd had a vault fast. Ooh. He'd suddenly decided... He, he had a vault fast, yeah. apparently. <laughs> and, you know, I, I, one of them, you're all right, two of them, you're absolutely stone. <laughs> he changed his mind, Frank, didn't he? He did, yeah. And he, So he'd asked her to the prom. Yeah. She got all excited, Steve. Imagine oh. she probably bought a corsage. Yeah. And is that is that a flower? Thought she, it, thought she it, might get a cop of him. Or is it a funeral? She, she was hoping to grab a cop. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, Aren't we all? Yeah, but as it turned out, uh, he, he dumped her and then said, actually, I don't want you to come. Can you imagine the cruelty? So we gave her, we think, some very good advice. Well, I, I said, go anyway. You know, you're a bright, obviously from the email, you're a bright, intelligent, you know, lively young girl. You've got your whole life ahead of you. He obviously is a creep. You're better off without him. Go yeah. and enjoy yourself anyway. Totally. And I said he's a loser sitting at home because I don't get even, I get bitter. So anyway, this <laughs> well, is what... Went, I presume he went with someone else, did he? Well, yeah. But listen to this. Took a chicken claw with him. <laughs> yeah, I hope he did. In his throat. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to know what happened, guys? I do want to know what happened. More than I want to know anything. Okay. Dear Frank, Emily and Gareth, sorry, Steve. Um, firstly, <laughs> I would like to say welcome back to Frank and I hope you had a good holiday. Yeah, oh, yeah. did the housekeeping like that. I wrote to you recently about my school prom and you mm. discussed the issue. I would like to thank you all for the great advice and I actually had a really good time. Ah, oh, there you oh, go. Nice. It turns out that most of the couples, she's put that in inverted commas, which I like, the bitterness, yes. most of the couples didn't even speak to each other the whole time. Thank you again, and I hope you all have a good summer, Sarah. Oh, so people went as couples and then didn't. <laughs> uh, this is a, a school prom. Yeah, I mean, usually that takes what eighteen months of marriage before you exactly. get to that stage of going out, not speaking all night. Exactly. Well, she was better off. Uh, she's learnt a valuable lesson. Well, I'm very glad, Sarah, that you had a great time. I know, so am I. Well done. Because when I went, the weather was appalling. <laughs> It's raining oh, on prom God. Anyway, so uh, that's... Uh, I'm, I'm really... That makes me happy. Anyway, so, we've got to get ready for Edinburgh. Yes, because for the next three weeks, and I know you'll all be excited to hear this, <laughs> we are... Um, I'm not going away again. Don't don't start thinking, great, Lee Mack will be back. No. Oh, fine. We're going to do the show um, live from the Edinburgh Festival. Cause it's a, you that's know, exciting. Yeah, it's a matter... Are you going to be up there, Steve? I'm not going this year. No, no, decorating, no. decorating for three weeks. I'll be painting my hallway. Yeah, yeah. with Absolutely. your with your horrible roller hand, <laughs> mini roller. Oh, does that mean like... we're going to have that engineer again with the moustache? Oh, we'll have him, Graham. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we'll have Graham. <laughs> Don't worry about. It. I I like him. He looks like uh, he might have been. If there'd been a sort of a, if there'd been a, a squad system. With um, the village people. <laughs> He'd have been one of those blokes who were in the squad but never... Rotated. He, they, he probably would have come in for a Carling Cup games, but he'd, he'd have never played... He might be on matches. Nevermind the Buzzcocks as a number three or something, potential was yeah. the village people. Yeah, or if they did, say, Harry Wheatcroft. <laughs> Harry Wheatcroft. If you don't know who Harry Wheatcroft is, just Google him! <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> so, um, that's it. I feel I, I felt a bit edgy this week, coming back, you know, mm. sort of a bit... I've been away for a bit, but now I feel completely home. Steve, I thought you were brilliant. You've been great. Oh, thank you very much. And it's been fabulous having you on, and uh, Mickey was great. Emily, you're always brilliant, so I don't even bother saying it. No. Thank you all so much for listening, and uh, we'll speak to you next week from... Um, over the border, is that what it's called? North of the border. Don't ask me. Yeah, north of the border. Let's call it that. Good day to you. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio.